Attention, you're listening to the Todd Huff Radio Show, America's home for conservative, not bitter talk radio. Be advised that the content of this program has been documented to prevent and even cure liberalism, and listening may cause you to lean to the right. Here's your conservative, but not bitter host, Todd Huff. Well, that is right, my friends. You are listening here to the home of conservative, not bitter talk. And yes, I am your host, Todd Huff. America's realities are. It is good to be here. Thank you for joining us. Email is Todd at ToddHuffShow.com. You can ask me. Anything that you want. Pausing here. How about we keep it to thought, thoughts, questions about issues. You can ask me anything. Uh, you can even share your praise, adoration. I'm kidding. Todd at com. We're streaming. I know there's been problems with the, the video feed on uh, social media, and we're trying to figure out what's going on with that. So... Bear with me as we I've, – I've reached out to the providers and so forth. Anyway, we know that that's going on and hopefully have that figured out here in the not-too-distant future. But there's a, lot of, there's a lot of tech going on here. Anyway, good to be here. Yesterday, as you know by now, last evening, the verdict came in regarding the trial of Derek Chauvin, the Minneapolis – a police officer who was um, is now charged or convicted of murder, second degree murder, which in the state of Minnesota even includes unintentional murder. He is now a convicted murderer, found guilty by a jury of his peers in the case of George Floyd's death in May of last year. But I want to talk. I want to talk about the trial. I want to talk about just some initial observations. And yes, I actually last night's newsletter. I, I wrote about this too. So for those of you that subscribe to the newsletter, um, you've already seen some of what I'm going to discuss here this morning. Um, it went out a little later than usual because, well, I wanted to write about the verdict, and it just took a little bit longer. Well. The verdict didn't come in until after five or something. So anyway, you can subscribe subscribe to that newsletter totally free, toddfshow.com uh, slash subscribe, and you'll be on that email, email newsletter list. But I want to get into that in due course. I want to start with what happened yesterday. I want to start with what happened yesterday when Joe Biden, Joe Biden was talking about the trial and the verdict during well before the verdict was given now this is first of all president of the united states president of the united states there's nothing wrong there's nothing wrong with saying i pray for justice in fact that's what i've wanted from this the whole time from the very from the very beginning when i first saw the the video um, last summer, I prayed for and I desired 
I desire to see justice, justice for George Floyd, justice for Officer Derek Chauvin, justice for the respective families, justice, right? Justice. I wasn't, it's the jury's job to decide if Chauvin was guilty. They found him guilty. No one knows more. I don't care. I guess in the era of having trials on television, which um, is not a bad thing, I don't think. It does. I, look, there's a lot of things to to weigh here, including pressure on the jury, including idiotic remarks from politicians like Maxine Waters, which we talked about yesterday. Um, and, of course, that changes a little bit the, I don't know, the, the, the calculation. But, but allowing people to see the the trial if they wanted to watch it of course i don't know who could have watched the whole thing who can just give up their day to sit there and watch the entire trial Um, but you could have someone could have done that in theory and they could have seen the evidence and in in some respects known virtually um what the jury knew just like if you attended a case in person you hear what the jury was was told but it's still different for those of you that have served on a jury uh, to have that responsibility it's not the responsibility of those sitting at home listening to the pundits talk during um, you know before and after the trial begins each day or during recess and so forth it's up to the jury it's up to those 12 men and women to make a decision as to the fate of any defendant And it's okay to pray for justice. But Biden yesterday says, as president of the United States, he says he prayed for, or was praying for, the verdict, well, the right verdict. Now, that's dangerous territory when you talk about a trial because, now he said this when the jury was sequestered, um, But you don't want any sort of outside influence on the jury. This is something that should be – this is something fundamentally true to our our nation and our system of justice. We have a beautiful system of justice. And by the way, it's a good thing that we are trying cases in a court of law instead of the court of public Opinion. Did you see, by the way, Chelsea Handler, good old Chelsea Handler, radical leftist actress, I think. Anyway, she says here, Chelsea, uh, so this is from a, I don't know, this is from a couple weeks ago. Chelsea Handler, um, regarding the Derek Chauvin trial, said the skip trials when there is audio and video footage. Just skip them. So you literally have celebrities. Maybe she's a C-luster. I don't know. But celebrities out there who say, skip the trial. Skip it. We got it on video. What's the point? And it shows such a fundamental misunderstanding of justice. Folks, we have a beautiful system in this nation. We do. We have a beautiful system. When I served on the jury, and I don't want to make it too much about that, but it just, it just pulls back so many memories for me um, and, and things that difficult but also being a part of that i you know was able to see firsthand just the beauty of our system it really is a beautiful thing 
you have a defendant in Derek Chauvin who was able to face his accusers in a public trial. You have a trial that was overseen by an impartial judge. You have 12 men and women sitting in the jury box, a jury of his peers, of the defendant's peers, that listened to testimony. They uh, examined evidence. They listened to arguments. They deliberated amongst themselves until every one of them decided that Derek Chauvin was guilty beyond a reasonable doubt. That in and of itself, beyond a reasonable doubt, is an, a, a magnificent thing. We have something in this nation called the presumption of innocence. Now, you can raise the question as to whether or not Derek Chauvin was given or granted the presumption of innocence. And look, I'm not saying that you can't form your own opinion as an American watching things unfold in the media. But what I am saying is that that is not the system that we all want to be held accountable to. Just just remember what we learned just what last week or the week before when they when when James O'Keefe released his exposed CNN uh, expose. It's just an expose exposing CNN for all of the lies and deceit and intentional misrepresentation, propaganda, things that were done for the desired uh, for a desired result, not just to share information. How many things would the media have left out? How many things did the media leave out? How many things were actually testified in that trial that we still don't even know if we didn't watch the whole trial because the media didn't pay any attention to it. The media wanted to, I don't know, sweep it under the rug or not make it as big of a deal or whatever the case may be, which again, at some level, at some level is the prerogative of the news because they have to edit. But the problem is we're not just editing for the sake of time constraints. We're editing for the sake of what they're editing for the sake of what we know what they want to tell us. So it's a beautiful thing that we have. There's a process where, you know, you have discovery. The prosecution has to make available the evidence that they have acquired or accumulated against the defendant so that the legal defense, the defendant's legal team can respond to to the charges. They just don't wake up and see it um, as it's being presented to the jury. There's a process by which things have to be entered into evidence. The defense can object to certain things. Sometimes withholding evidence from going before the jury, the judge will say that that's something that we cannot allow. Maybe it was, um, maybe that evidence was acquired unlawfully. Maybe it will prejudice the jury. It's the judge's prerogative. None of that happens. None of that of that happens in. The media, when this we have this system that's now trying people by media. But this beyond a reasonable doubt is a beautiful thing. Beyond a reasonable doubt means that it's the job of the state. It is the job of the government to provide evidence that is so overwhelming that there's no reasonable doubt that the person accused of the crime committed the crime. That's the goal. It's not because, hey, we have a video. No matter how damning that video Maybe Chelsea Handler with her comments there about not even having a trial. This is you talk about miss, miss uh, what I want to say. You, you talk about the absence of justice. That would be 
that would be not having a trial for Derek Chauvin or for anyone for that matter. Anyone for that matter. This is part of justice. You have not only the standard of beyond a reasonable doubt, which effectively means once the evidence is heard by the jury, there is no other way that someone can reasonably uh, piece together the evidence and say something happened other than what the prosecution has charged the defendant with doing. That's effectively what it means. And it's hard for some people to get their minds there, but it's you know the, the level of certainty. It's not just 51%. It's not just, I lean more likely than not that he committed the crime. No, no, no. It is, I have no other way that I can even effectively say, uh, I, I, I can't even explain the evidence in any other way, essentially, besides this individual committed the crime. The burden of proof is on the prosecution. Defense can respond to that. He was, by the way, he was represented. Officer Chauvin was represented by a defense team who they were tasked with protecting his interests, his rights throughout this proceeding. They were allowed to question witnesses. They were allowed to try to poke holes in the prosecution's case to make people, you know, focus on the impact of other things like in this case, uh, the drugs in his system, the fact that he was resisting arrest, whatever it was, they were able to bring these things to light to, again, try to keep the prosecution from reaching the standard of reason, you know, eclipsing a reasonable doubt. They didn't have to prove anything. The attorneys for the defense didn't. They simply had to keep enough evidence from accumulating to eclipse that reasonable Doubt Their client didn't have to testify. He didn't, none of them, the team or the client didn't have to directly answer any of the accusations made. He could plead the fifth and not take the stand. All these things versus what we see in the media, which is, which is stirring up nothing in many cases besides emotion. Same thing happens when Nancy Pelosi takes the microphone or Maxine Waters goes to a protest. None of these things are considered for the defendant. And this is critically important in a criminal justice system, presumption of innocence. Although, again, I'm not speaking for the jury. Definitely in the court of public opinion, this was never afforded to Derek Chauvin. Now, that does not mean that he's not guilty or any of that. I just remember when I was on the jury for the trial I was on, the defense attorney even said, you're going to you're going to hear something, you know, things from the very beginning about the defendant that's going to make you realize he's a terrible, terrible person, effectively, is what the attorney said. And he admitted that the defendant was maybe a terrible person. That wasn't what the juror was on trial for. The juror, or excuse me, the defendant was on trial for. The defendant was on trial for a specific charge. And our job was to say, did the state meet the burden of proof in, those, in, in making those allegations? And then he tried to explain how that wasn't possible. And this is what defense, uh, defense attorneys do. And it's a beautiful system, folks. It really is. It's not a vigilante system. It's not a system that says, you know, popular opinion makes any difference whatsoever. It doesn't matter that the president of the United States is out there praying for the right verdict. Instead, he should pray for justice. President's not in control of this. President isn't the one that, you know, they, they didn't make the right verdict because the president agrees with it. They made the right verdict because the evidence 
in their minds, eclipsed reasonable doubt. And you won't find me uh, questioning a jury. I might have questions about some of the things related to the charges. You may have questions whether or not this really constituted murder. Maybe we, you know, those are fair questions from the outside. But I always, I do, unless there's reason to to think otherwise, I say that 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 is the job of the jury. This was, justice was served in the sense in this case, because the jury was able to go through the process, the system was followed, and now we have a verdict delivered by that by that jury. Yes, there were lots of problems, especially when you look outside of what politicians were doing and so forth, and we'll get to some of that. But I just the system that we have is a beautiful thing. It really is. And I don't envy the position that those jurors were put in. I do not. A lot of pressure. I hope none of that entered their minds, either direction. I hope it did. I'm not saying that it did. I'm just simply saying, you know, that, that their job was to, to do what they did and to interpret the evidence and make a decision. And they did so following the rule of law. And yes, we had idiots out there like Maxine Waters doing her thing. And yes, there's probably going to be challenges to this verdict because of that. But nonetheless, um, we have a beautiful system and we should be thankful. So after the break, I want to play Joe Biden's, again, what I think are irresponsible comments before the verdict was delivered. I want to play comments Nancy Pelosi made. You talk about heartless, unbelievable comments about George Floyd. I don't even know what you make. Whose mind goes to where Nancy Pelosi's mind did um, as she spoke after the verdict was delivered yesterday? And we've got lots of other things to get to as well. But this idea that Chelsea Handler says there shouldn't even be, there shouldn't even be a trial for Derek Chauvin because there's video evidence. There's a lot of people who think that way, folks. But our system of justice is a beautiful thing. It was carefully crafted by our founders based upon what they saw governments do, what they experienced themselves at the hands, in some instances, of an overpowering dictatorial tyrant like, like King George. Anyway, long in this first segment. Got to take a time out. You're listening here to the home of conservative, not better talk. I am. America's realities are back here in just a minute. So despite the beautiful system that we have here in this nation, it seemed as though the Democrats, the leaders anyway of the party, were doing their darndest to undermine it. Biden yesterday at the White House talking about uh, the George Floyd, well, the Derek Chauvin trial regarding um, the, the charges being made, of course, for murder. Um, of George Floyd. But I want you to listen to this. It's about a minute. Biden pontificating. I don't know. Sometimes I don't know if he doesn't really know what he's saying, if he's just, you know, you know, the teleprompter's not on here. I don't really know. But this is not something 
a president of the United States should should do. Now, um, there's a lot more going on here than I, I care to admit. This is not just – I don't like saying this, but of course there's the politics of this. is now what – how the Democrats, the radical left want to use this to implement policy and so forth, which is just – Really, it does makes me uncomfortable to say, but that is my assessment of how they think about uh, of what they're doing here, and it it it's disgusting to me. But that's again, um, they're not afraid to do it. In the words of, uh, I'm just reminded of what Rahm Emanuel says. Right, it's what he. This is they're they're not afraid to. To use any circumstance for their political benefit, and it, it's it's sickening, I think, to people with, um, I don't know, with conscience, <laughs> with um, just anyone who who wants to look at things through the lens of what is good and just and that sort of that sort of thing. So here's Biden talking about the Chauvin trial. Yesterday, where he says, I'm praying the verdict is the right verdict. Just let that sink in here. Biden wasn't in the jury. Biden, as president of the United States, I know some people think this. Well, when a Democrat's president, they think presidents know everything. They're masters of all things. They can make recommendations and sign laws about all things because they are they know things. They're better than me. They're smarter than me. All this sort of thing. It's not true. It's not true at all. But this is the way that some people look at presidents or scientists like Fauci, which I didn't even get into the Fauci versus Jim Jordan thing. I would like to do that at some point. That was quite an interesting exchange. Fauci having no idea or at least recognizing from his distorted viewpoint that American liberties have not been under assault for the past year plus because of our response to covid he acted like that wasn't even a thing. Anyway, put that on the back shelf for another time. This is Biden talking about the verdict. Again, before before the verdict was given, but in fairness, during uh, deliberations when the jury was sequestered. So they theoretically didn't see these, these comments, but here you go. Spent time with his little daughter, Gianna. You should see this beautiful child. Uh, and uh, his brother, both brothers, as a matter of fact. Uh, and uh, so uh, um, I, I can only imagine the pressure and anxiety they're feeling. Uh, and so uh, I waited till the jury was sequestered. And, uh, and I called. And as uh, I wasn't going to say anything about it, but Thelonious uh, you know, said today on television, and they accurately said it was a private conversation because uh, uh, Joe understands what it's like to go through laws. And um, they're a good family. And they're calling for peace and tranquility, no matter what that verdict is. I'm praying the verdict is the right verdict, which is, I think it's overwhelming in my view. I wouldn't say that, but the the jury was sequestered now, not hear me say that. But so we, we just talked to them. I want to know how they were doing, just personally. And we talked about personal things. Thank you very much for coming in. So there you go. Praying for the right 
verdict. He's seen the over the evidence and it's overwhelming. The right verdict was of course to convict in Joe Biden's mind. Look and, and that's the jury that's my point. That's the jury's decision. Right? You can't you can't say to the jury and in defense it wasn't directly to the jury but because they were sequestered again during deliberations. But this concept that Biden knows Biden somehow knows because he's a leftist, because he's what? Watch CNN? Is that why? What? Why? How does he know? Why does he know? Why did we even go through the process to Chelsea Handler's point? If everybody knows whether someone is guilty or not by watching a video alone that's possibly been edited or who knows at that point, I'm not suggesting the video was, but when it goes to the media, I'm saying all bets are off as to what they do. Again, I'm reminded of what they did to George Zimmerman. Remember when NBC, I think it was NBC, edited the uh, 911 calls? They did that. Remember Dan Rather's story on George W. Bush and the National Guard? Remember, you might remember this one. Years of being misled by so-called Russian collusion. How Trump jumped on a plane and colluded with Putin to steal the election from Hillary by using Facebook and Pokemon Go ads in 2016. Remember this? It's just some of those, those are the ones that we that we know about. This expose that Project Veritas has done. I mean, the list goes on and on and on. It's why our system of justice is a beautiful thing, and it's why it's just another reason why we you know can't believe what we're told. But the president doesn't know what the quote right verdict is. Justice should be what we sought again. Justice for George Floyd and his family. Justice for Officer Chauvin, because folks, it is not just, and I'm not making the claim here, please miss, I'm not commenting on, I'm commenting in, in, in broad terms here about, about how justice is achieved. It is not just to hold someone accountable for symbolic crimes. If, if Black Lives Matter said, hey, this case matters because of all these other things that happen. No, that's not what this is about. This is a specific charge against a specific individual who had a specific victim that was under his custody or in his custody. That is what this was about. And I know for it, 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 may, it may matter in the conversation moving forward with you know, police reform. I'm not saying any of these things don't matter, but in the court case itself, it doesn't. What matters is what the evidence can, you know, what can be proven. What a jury will find eclipses the, issue, the, the, the threshold of, of reasonable doubt. And I'm long in this segment as well. Quick timeout is necessary. You're listening to Conservative Not Better Talk. I'm your host, Todd Huff. Back in a minute. By the way, this program is brought to you in part by our friends at Carriage House Woodworking. Carriage House Woodworking, located conveniently, two locations, Martinsville and Plainfield. Folks, they do countertops, cabinets. They're family-owned. They'll walk you through every step of the process. Just in there the other day, actually. Carriage House Woodworking. 317-406-3042, 317-406-3042, or visit them online 
at chweinc.com. Chweinc.com. Carriage House Woodworking. Be sure to tell them that we sent you. So I want to go. So yesterday we had Biden's irresponsible, inappropriate comments. We also had Jen Psaki, circle back girl, up there at um, a press briefing doing what she does, which is not at look. People criticize Sarah Huckabee Sanders and Kaylee McEnany and so forth. But this, what we're witnessing here, in my estimation, is infinitely. I thought those ladies did a, a, a good job. But this is pathetic. And in and, and fairness, she's not given much of a chance. She's not given much of a chance to do a good job because she's trying to defend silliness up there. But she's asked about these comments that Joseph R. Biden made yesterday about praying for the right verdict, whatever Biden thinks is right. And this summarizes liberalism, by the way. They want to tell you what's right with whatever's in in your world. The verdict was in the world of the jurors. That's, again, again, we don't do themes on this program, but that's what we've talked about today. This is the American justice system. And you can have questions, as I I have some questions. I find myself wondering, could I have gotten to the point of of convicting of murder? I don't know. I mean, I'd, I'd have to read the statute. I'd have to go through the process where... They read the charges um, and sort of explain to some extent, not not really. They read the charges, they define the terms, and then let you make your decision. But I, I wonder, but there's an unintentional, unintentionals in the statute in, in Minnesota, so maybe that would have changed. I don't know. That's kind of the point. Biden doesn't know either. But Jen Psaki's asked about this. And I just want you to listen to this exchange, <laughs> the nonsense that we're subjected to every day by this administration and his uh, spokesperson is, is quite remarkable. Take a listen to this. Thank you, Jen. Just to follow up, mm-hmm. the president has talked about the importance of an independent judiciary. Why is it appropriate for him to weigh in on the verdict, even though the jury is I, I wouldn't think, I don't think he would see it as weighing in on the verdict. He was what? conveying uh, what many people are feeling across the country, which is compassion for the family, uh, what a difficult time this is, what a difficult time this is for many Americans across the country who have been watching this trial very closely. That's not what he said, Jen. The jury is sequestered. Uh, that is different from where things stood just yesterday, and he noted that in his comments as well. He, he did call for the right verdict, though. He sure did. Um, why is it ever appropriate to have any type of characterization before the jury has Thank to say? Thank you. It Especially isn't. Again, we're going to wait for the jury to uh, come to their conclusion, and that is when he will have more extensive remarks about the outcome. What is this? This, this, is, this is liberalism 101. What, what is that answer? She or the, the, How is that even answering? The, it's not answering the question. Why is it ever appropriate to comment on a jury's decision prior to the jury's decision we'll have more information about that once the jury what that doesn't even that's not what the question was this is the kind of stuff you may not have liked all the questions and the answers that kaylee McEnany provided but that's not you didn't get that you didn't get that at all anyway i want to do take a break here 
And when we come back, I want to play something else. The, the, Nancy Pelosi's comments last night after the verdict. What she said. Again, I'm just thinking if Trump said any of these things. If Trump commented, if Trump was president and he commented on the jury and what the jury should do, we would have heard how in danger we were of losing our democracy. That's what we would have heard. That would have been the, the lead at CNN. Brian Stelter, Jim Acosta, whoever else over there. Wolf Blitzer, tough guy Chris Cuomo, Don Lemon. They all would have been up in arms about this. But because it's Biden, it's just, hey, he's just commenting. He's just caring about the family. Okay. I care about the fa- I care about the laws. I care about justice being served. But the jury is going to determine what justice is. What in the world does a president of the United States have anything to do about any trial going on in this country? What what say should he have on anything? Right? What what does it matter? Because there's more there's more that they want to do uh, with this, and that's that's the sickening, in my opinion, side of this. Timeout is in order. Come back and play Nancy Pelosi's comments on the other side of the break. Sit tight. You're listening to Conservative Not Better Talk. I'm your host, Todd Huff. Back in just a minute. Welcome back. So... Yesterday, after the the verdict was announced, Nancy Pelosi and other politicians as well, it wasn't just Nancy Pelosi, um, spoke before a crowd in, I guess they're in Minneapolis um, yesterday. And I just, I can't, look, and I understand Nancy Pelosi, she is... Even though she's a street fighter, she told us, and was ready to clear the Capitol room by room in hand fighting on the day of January 6th, she's an 82-year-old grandma, 82-year-old grandma Nancy Pelosi. So, look, I know that she, as is unfortunately the case with many other Democrats today, including the president, they don't always seem to know what they're saying, but this is – this is – about as bad, in my opinion, as this gets. Listen, I just, this is so heartless and so, I don't even know how to describe this. Listen to what she says to the crowd about George Floyd. In fact, people were tweeting about this last night. A gentleman by the name of Philip Lewis tweeted tweeted this video and wrote the following caption, Nancy Pelosi thanks George Floyd for being murdered and that's unfortunately pretty close to what she says here listen to this hello again thank you george floyd for sacrificing your life for justice for being there to call out to your mom how how heartbreaking was that call out for your mom i can't breathe but because of you and because of thousands, millions of people around the world who came out for justice, your name will always be synonymous. What on earth is that? Thank you for giving your life for justice? 
this is such a distorted viewpoint. This is so, so corrupt and despicable and pathetic. Giving your life for justice. That is such a backwards way of looking at it. It's because she's looking at this through the political lens. There is no humanity here, folks. Thank you for giving your life for justice. Speaker Pelosi, justice was achieved when the jury made a decision on the charges made against Officer Chauvin in the death of George Floyd when they weighed the evidence and decided what justice demanded. That was justice. What do you even mean, George Floyd? Thank you for giving your life for justice? This is there this is what I mean. They are expanding this to include all of these other cases where people point at and say, this is an example of the police targeting um, a victim of color who didn't have a weapon and so forth. No, George Floyd died. And justice was done through the jury, right? This is just a despicable way of describing things, of looking at things. And I've got to take a break. Time out. Back here in just a minute. Some other things at time, just uh, I had some other some other other concerns that did come from this this whole process of of the Chauvin trial, the way that this was talked about in the media. Some other, I think, consequences. I'm not speaking about the jury or their decision as much as I am talking about just in general what I've seen or what I'm concerned with. Uh, I guess societally here, I wrote about that in the newsletter. And if you sign up for the newsletter, I'll make sure that you get that today. It went out yesterday, toddfshow.com slash subscribe. If you sign up today, <clears throat> I'll sign send that out to you as well. Guys, thank you so much for listening. Have a great day. SDG. Take care.